Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Happy birthday to my chummy. Happy birthday Ooh. to you. She's gone up an octave. Happy birthday, bestie boo bear. If you're still with us, <laughs> Jem is 38 years old. Happy birthday, babe. Thanks, babe. She's awkward. She's not the kind of person who, despite really resenting that her birthday is overshadowed by Christmas and December festivities, she's actually not someone who's that into any attention on herself in this type of way. I think because I'm over it by December. Yeah? There's so much happening in this time of year. Work crimbo parties, family gatherings, know, Christmas deals. shopping. Elf. I just tried to get Jem out for something on her birthday and I was like, breakfast. No, I don't want to do breakfast because XYZ. Okay, cool. What about a lunch? No, because I know all these reasons. Okay, what about like an early dinner? Uh, No, do you know what? I just don't want to. (laughs) Revs, I'm tired. I know, babe. I feel you. I don't have it in me to be celebratory of myself when there's so much else going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's fine. I'm 38. It feels great. Yep. You know, I felt 38 since the Ides of July. <laughs> my birthday. When you turned 38. <laughs> because all my friends turned 38 before me, so I feel like I am that. Yeah. And then my birthday comes and I'm like, wait, am I turning 39? Oh, no, 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 no. You're not even 38. <laughs> but, yeah, feels great. Well, happy birthday. Thanks, chicken licking. Jem Schmem's birthday. Everyone, I don't know, clap or something. <laughs> we'll all do it together. Ready? One, two, three. So strange. Let's do this episode. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time for This. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's December, all right? (laughs) Guys, every last ounce of energy, brain capacity, or anything we had for 2023 was used in the Christmas show. I cannot that's tell that, you. Perhaps that's where that came from. I was like, we don't have time for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah like, and then I, I was like, oh no, that's done. That's done. Um, I cannot tell you, we are beyond done for the year. It's time to hang up our mics and headphones and, and power down. Power down. <laughs> well, do you know what I've powered up in, foolishly, what? is um, Elf on the Shelf. I, I, I'm torn down the middle. Oh, Yep, one half of me is like, this is great, babe. Lucky Raffer and Eggs. This is lovely. Bit of Christmas joy. You love Crimbo. I do. All that is nice. The other half of me is like, what the fuck, bro? Like, we just talked a lot for many years about the mental load of Christmas and how capitalism has won with the elf on the shelf. And now I feel like it's you and the good mum against me and I'm feeling a little ganged up on. Look, I've backflipped <laughs> and I'm not sorry for it. No. And for DLs who aren't subscribers to the potty, we did a deep dive with the good mum in the episode and she basically convinced nearly <laughs> all of our dear, dear DL subscriber DLs to give it a go. Yeah. And you know what? There's some chat going on behind the scenes. We're all loving it. Good mum. 
You were right. Oh, my God. I'm into it. And do you know what? I'm really excited to have started a new tradition okay. in our family. And do you know what I realise all of our resentment comes from with yeah. the elf? Yeah. It's the fact that we weren't the recipients of the elf magic growing up. Do you think? Yes. Okay. So you know how we do Santa mm. for our kids? We don't really whinge about. Oh, no, we don't. Resent I'm not going to do a stocking. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, are you doing? It? Because we all grew up with it, so yep. we know the magic and what it meant to us. Mm-hmm. So it's like we've been indoctrinated. <laughs> so now, the minute we become parents, we're like, well, obviously, I'm going to continue that tradition. Uh-huh. So I feel like I am being the selfless one by doing this for my children, so that they will innately want to do this for their. Ki- I'm doing it for my grandchildren okay. basically Rebs. and then another thing comes along no, and another and another. another I can't wait for Rafa when she's our age no, she's, she's 38 no, Rafa, to be like love December love it for me oh she'll hate it but she'll love doing elf because she will remember the magic okay. and then I can watch my grandchildren be joyous cool. over the elf yep. and you know what it's a tradition I started I'm here for it you do you honestly you do you I love that you love it I love the good mum loves it I really enjoyed watching Rafa and Iggy see their tint Elf. Her froth. Yeah, it was great. It's awesome. I love all of that. It's great. I just but, no, I'm not gonna spend any more energy arguing for something that clearly brings everyone joy. I'm gonna unsubscribe and take myself out of this conversation. Fuck you! Fuck you! I'm I done. know I'm a hypocrite. It's fine. Aren't we all? <laughs> Can we not evolve? We can. There's a very clear delineation of type of person when it comes to Elf on the Shelf. Yes. There are those who are like, too much effort, CBF, like yeah. I don't have time for it, which I agree. Mm-hmm. But then the good mum and I, chatting behind the scenes, she's like, see the amount of joy it brings for 30 seconds of adjustment of an Elf. Okay. And I was like, that's fair. And I'm doing low bar, minimalist effort Elf on the Shelf. Yep. Hey, you don't have to convince me. I'm all happy for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Just don't – yeah, that, that's what it is. Don't convince me I should do it and I'm happy for everyone else. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like vegans who push <laughs> their agenda. Don't have a problem with you being vegan. Go for it, babe. But don't then – Don't tell me I have to do it. Or that I'm a terrible person because I eat animals. That's, I think that's yes. it. It's the inference that, like, I'm robbing my kids of joy. Yeah, or you're a bad mum. Or I'm a bad mum. You're not or putting not, them first. I'm not doing enough effort for them. Like, we have a magical Christmas, okay? Mm. My kids have a lot of joy. My kids are not short on anything, yeah. you know? We all have magical Christmases growing up. Yeah. There was no elf. Yeah. And I get a stocking with, you know, bits of chocolate and shit in it. Great. You know, you know it was great. magical. You know who I'm not worried about in 2023? Fucking kids in Australia at Christmas time. So just don't tell me I'm robbing anyone of any joy and we're good. I'm seeing the triggers there. Is is it a bit of projection, Revs? Because I don't believe for a second that someone has come up to you and gone, you are robbing your children of joy Um, other than um, the good mum. Thank you. (laughs) Can we just pull up that episode? (laughs) Look, I'm ragey right now. Talk it out, babe. Well, I did discover on the way here that Mercury is in retrograde. Mm. Okay. And I feel the energy. There's a chaotic energy in the air. Are we nearing Shark Week? Because I'm getting a sharky vibe from you. Right? I feel the sharky vibe. No, I'm ovulating. Okay. Nowhere near Shark Week. Have you seen this on my forehead? Yeah. Ovulating. I want to talk about ovulation. You know what? I had another, you know, I don't have time for, but here's a part one. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Part A, (laughs) ovulation. Now, is everyone experiencing this? 
basically two periods a month now because my ovulation pain, and it's not every cycle, but I would say every three or four cycles, my ovulation is basically like a period. I'm bloated. Mm. I am cranky. I feel like I have uterine pain. Yeah. Like, I feel unwell for two days while I'm laying eggs. And I'm like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a thing we have to endure until menopause? Yeah. For me, it's skin now. I just absolutely break out in yeah. spots. And look, some people will eye roll that, but I'll, I'll get like two juicy ones, mm. you know, either on my chin mouth area, which right. is hormonal. Love or that for you. Like a little bindi right between my eyebrows. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Like yeah. Right my skin breaks out as well. I get all the hormonal things, my smell, my tender boobs, like basically another period. Mm. So in my four weeks of my month, my cute little outfits, I can wear them like four days. <laughs> Every other day it's got to be a tent dress and a bad mood. <laughs> the joys. I'm just ragey. Do you know what I actually don't have time for? What don't you have time for, babe? If you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen this a few days ago. But, you know, sausage, we don't record the day it comes out. Get over it. So this <laughs> today as we record, it's 40 degrees in Sydney. It's a hot day. There are two days left of the year at school. Two days. Now, my kids begged me to not go to school today. And if I didn't have to come to work, I would have said, you know what? Don't have go to school. Have a day at home. You're all beyond cooked. We're all limping to the finish line. I get it. It's that time of year. So I thought, 40 degrees. We're in a public school. There's no air con, you know. So I sent my kids off in their biggest T-shirts and their coolest shorts and their smallest socks and all the things. Pack them their water with ice in it, all that stuff. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order ice blocks to the class. Because you can do that if it's your child's birthday. That's so nice. It's a thing we do at our school to avoid allergens. Instead of sending in a cake, you just order ice blocks for yep. the class as the celebratory thing. So I was like, okay, it's there in the canteen app. I can just order mm. ice blocks for everyone. Yeah. Minimal effort. Minimal but effort. Max. But like, it's going to be really hot and it's fucked. So anyway, so I ordered ice blocks for the class and I put it in the class WhatsApp. Now, anyone who has school-aged children, Jem, you're about to learn the delights of the class WhatsApp. Oh, God, I dread. It's a hellfire scape mm. that no one wants to be part of. Most people have it muted, definitely by this point. <laughs> but anyway, I jumped into the class WhatsApp and said, hey, guys, I, I just ordered ice blocks for the class. It's going to be a scorcher today. Lots of little thumbs up and hearts. Yeah, order. I was going to say, if I was in your class, I'd be like, that's really thoughtful. Yeah, it's fine. I didn't want a ticker tape parade. Yeah. Ticker ta ticket tape <laughs> parade. <laughs> But a dad. Now, we don't get a lot of dads in the class WhatsApp. Oh, they're not representing? No, they're not showing up very regularly. Mm. We have a smattering, but it's mostly the mums. A dad pops up, bloop, group chat ping. Why don't you give the kids something non-sugary, like ice water? The fuck? The fuck? Ooh. And then it was radio silence. Ooh, you got schooled I in got your public schooled. WhatsApp. I got shamed in the class yeah. WhatsApp, bro, for, for ordering ice blocks, which were, we all do regularly for our kids' birthdays. You were doing a nice thing. Thought so. No good deed goes unpunished, right? What the fuck? But also, <laughs> pray tell, what is ice water and is not to that an ice block? And but sure, ice block has a cordial element to sure. it. There's a bit of sugar. There's a bit of sugar. Like, okay, so obviously he's got a sugar-free household I don't is my know. assumption. Well, he must. He must. Whatever. He doesn't I mean, want his kid having an ice block. Another parent jumped in and said, you could just email the teacher and say that your child can't have one. Well, I would have thought that would be his first step well, instead of shaming you. Tell me, did any other mums or dads jump in? Not really. There was a few like, thanks, Kate, you know, after that, I think probably as a like, oh, 
Okay. Yeah. Got a few side messages, didn't I? Mm. A few side texts, like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I know. But I was like, are you going to go down to the school today in the afternoon and pour everyone in the class an ice water? And if you're not, fuck off. <laughs> it made me so angry. Wait, so that's what he meant by ice water? Well, you can't order ice water from the canteen. That's not a thing. Yeah. But so you can order obviously ice I'm at work today. I can't be at school to pour out the ice water. You see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. I feel defensive and like I have to justify ordering ice blocks for everybody. But most people who are outliers in terms of their dietary needs, Mm. they usually, generally speaking, are the ones who are like, I'm used to sorting myself out Mm -hmm. because I'm the variable. Or if a child has an allergy or if they're not allowed to have something, then they, you know, know to opt out or whatever. Not like. Like I said, this has been done all year in this class when someone has a birthday. There's never been any talk of any particular children not allowed to have the ice block. Yeah, so no one's piped up about it in the past. No. I'm sure they've just handled it their own way with their own kid quietly. Like we have a kid with a sesame allergy. I'm not going to order sushi to the class because I know that. Do you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. there's been no – I don't know about any particular sugar. And it wasn't like – there's nothing in there about their specific child – it was just like, why don't you do it this way, you dickhead, you know, is the inference. And I'm like, okay, cool. So sorry I did that. No, I'd be fucking dirty. I'm grumbly. Yeah. I'm yeah. real grumbly about it's it. It's not cool. It's not cool. We have two days left of term. Yeah. You're going to pick beef with me in the WhatsApp group? I'm done, Jim. Yeah, I get it, babe. <laughs> I'm done. Unsubscribe. Yeah, and I can see where you're at mentally that you just actually can't handle that kind of pushback. No. And it was rude in tone. I think that's what bothers me is there is always a way to go about something. Mm-hmm. Like he could have said, this is a really thoughtful gesture, just FYI. My kid. My, yeah. We prefer our kid to not have sugar. Don't worry, I'll contact the school and just let them know. Maybe, maybe he's at his wits end. Yeah, maybe he's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, I don't want to call the school and tell them my and kid now has- I have a job to do yeah, on a yeah, fucking yeah. work day. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. I think we're extending a little bit too much empathy here. <sighs> It's just not okay. Well, the lesson I've learned is stop, Kate. Yeah, just stop. Just don't just try and stop doing things. Do something nice. <laughs> oh, babe. As an antidote to this, can I tell a great story? Someone in our year at school had the best idea. So every year or class has a class party at the mm-hmm. end of the year. And often, because where we live, you just go down to the beach and people bring a plate or we have it in the school grounds. Everyone bring a plate, whatever. It's kind of annoying because you've got to bring a plate. Consider allergies and all those things. So someone in our year, year one, had this idea of why don't we book out the waterworks, which is like a water slide or for our international listeners, flumes. <laughs> is that what they call it? Well, in the UK. Flume. Well, I've heard of the log flume. Log flume. Yeah, where you ride in a log shape, I guess, boat oh. and then you go down a big slippery dip. Love it. Yeah. Well, this is water slides. and they're... Do they call them flumes? Well, like we're taking our kids to the flumes. Yeah. In cute. Scotland, that's you cute. Would. I like that. Don't at me if it's wrong. I don't have capacity for that for being <laughs> wrong. <laughs> anyway, she was like, "Why don't we book out the waterworks for our class party?" It was so fun. We all went, picked the kids up, walked them there, and like year one, just had run of the water slides. It was like twenty bucks each or whatever, which you'd spend on making a fucking plate mm. <laughs> to bring to school and stand in the heat and offer everyone biscuits. It was awesome. So, what did the kids eat? Oh, everyone just brought snacks. Their own 
snacks yeah. for their own kid. Yeah. Yeah, great. And it was just like and Easy. everyone had RTDs in their bag and it was just like a lovely afternoon. Fabulous. It was really, really clever. So anyway, for every dickhead, there's an angel at school. <laughs> and Rafa graduated from kindergarten. She from has. kindy, sorry. Yes. She's off to big school next year. Yeah, I'm feeling emotion. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. It's a lot. It's a big transition. It's a big shift. You know, when I had little Raph as like a six-month-old, I used to see the content on the gram about starting school and like mum sitting in their cars like silently sobbing, you know, not sharing their vulnerabilities to their kids so their kids don't get rattled. And I was like, I don't get it because I have declared on the podcast that when I dropped my kids off at daycare, I was very chill Yeah, about you were fine. it. Yeah. yeah. And even though Iggy showed a bit more resistance than Rafa, I was like, off you go. This is great for you. Like, I don't know. Like my mentality was so different then. Something about school is breaking me down. It's okay. peeling off the layers. What? Get into it a little bit. What well, do you I think it is? I'm just, I, it's really repetitive and boring, mm. but it's just that grieving, this idea of emerging out of the cocoon. Well, yeah, the toddler years, mm. you know, like we're moving into another chapter and yes, Iggy's not there yet, but it's like, fuck, I'm not ready. How did we get here? It's all mm. of those cliches. Mm. And she was born ready. Yeah. She's beyond ready. Yeah. And I have no choice but to get on board, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But seeing her kindy graduation, I got so emotional. Mm. Mm. It's tough. But uh also got her kindy report <laughs> for her transition to school report. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I thought these days people have said to me, oh, teachers don't tell you anything negative about your kid because everyone's too PC. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's annoying because you'd want to know, yeah, you know, areas absolutely. of improvement. No, 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 no. They were honest in a good way, <laughs> in a really important way. Yeah. Because then I can talk to Rafa's kindergarten teacher and get her prepped. But basically there was a lot of lovely stuff said, which I'm not going to focus on, but you know how you, it's the other <laughs> shit that like sticks. Mm. There was she has a dominant personality, yep. which we all know. Yep. That's fine. And she struggles to let others lead in play. Yep. It's got to be her way or the highway mm -hmm. vibe. So I'm like, well, school's going to sort that out of her real quick, isn't it? With her new friends, I'm sure. And the other thing was she struggles with uh, engaging in group time and is easily distracted and the distractor. Oh. Not just yeah. distracted, but the distractor. Yes. And they actually wrote in this transition to school thing, we recommend that Rafa sits at the front in group time to encourage her engagement and listening. Okay. Mm. Yes. So, you know, good luck to that kindergarten teacher. How does this make you feel, Gem? You know, I... She is who she is. Yeah. And do you know what? I think we've come so far now in a positive sense in that we don't look at children like that mm. as they're bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I go, well, that's Rafa. Yeah. And I've thought for a long time, I don't know if conventional school is necessarily going to be a good fit for her. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'm just open. You're going to homeschool? <laughs> Def not going to homeschool. <laughs> no, you mean like like Montessori or yeah, Steiner? Yeah, yeah. Montessori, there's Steiner yeah. and thinking ahead and maybe I'm projecting but maybe a more sports focused yep. school where she can I guess really indulge and explore her physical abilities mm -hmm. she struggles to read a book yeah. from cover to cover she struggles to sit mm -hmm. in any capacity yeah longer than 30 seconds yeah unless she's coloring in 
Okay. Yes. Well, there's a clue. Yeah. When she's engaged and focused on something mm-hmm. that is stimulating a part of her brain, she yeah. will sit and focus. That is part of transitioning to school totally. for so many kids. I guess it would typically be more of a boy trait, we would call it, mm-hmm. if we were being gender stereotypical. Like so many kids still in year one, when you go in and do the reading, you'll see this. There yeah. are so many kids who struggle to sit and concentrate. Mm. So many kids want to get up and out and running around in the playground. Like at our school, they literally run them around in between classes. They <laughs> so take good. them for a walk. <laughs> like, yeah, like They go dog. outside and they have to do laps of the playground in between classes because some kids just need that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And she is one of those. She's she is like one a, of those. She's like a Kelpie, a Blue Heel, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. She's that kind of dog that could herd sheep yeah yes you know and for every sheep we need the herd dog yeah this is the thing it's not like it's like introvert extrovert Mm. you know like the introverts we make a lot of time and space for and we're like oh fucking extroverts like pipe down for every shy quiet kid who needs a little more support going into that social situation there's a kid who just wants to take the reins Mm. and in a society we need every single one of those kinds of people hundred p and like you know you and I, yeah, we were dominant personalities who struggled to let others lead, weren't we? We were indeed. Yeah. And also, Rebsy, we were niched in our interests. Yes, you know, just I like Raph. I didn't care about other subjects. Yeah. I just wanted to do art, drama, yep. music, choir, yep. all the creative subjects. So I see her. Yeah. I'm just glad that she's going to school in a time where she's not going to see be seen as the problematic kid who's mm. like going to get expelled because you know I think schools make space now for these different personalities and different learning needs or you know like we're all just diverse yes and there's much more of an acceptance of that but yeah I guess I just I'm curious to see how she goes I'm not fully married to the school that she's going to I'm fine for her to start there yeah. but you know how I got my knickers in a knot about school chat yeah. but I, I'm now taking the philosophy of like try it out yeah and if it doesn't suit her move her 100%. like it's no big deal you know it's funny I was gonna say just reporting as you know school mum correspondent yeah my daughter has had a really amazing year at school Aww. and it's many factors but she hasn't always you know she's been at school four years now and she hasn't always had those great years yeah this is how it goes you know you have great years and you have fine years and you have not so great years depending on all the factors like the other kids in the class the teacher all those things I don't know I'm at the place where I'm like it's good for them And, like, I talk to the kids about that sort of thing. Like, I don't try and shield them from that. I'm like, you had a really good year this year, didn't you? Why do you think that was? What worked for you? Like, do you think it was as good as last? You know, I talk about it with them because that's life, isn't it? We have good years. We have hard years. We have neutral years, you know, and and times and seasons or chapters, as you would say, in our lives. And kindy, I just want to say to you, she's still going to be little. Kindy, they very much shepherd them in. They look after them. They're the cutest, littlest, most cared for, you know, citizens in the school. And kindy is a transition for you and for them. Yeah. And I think all the schools do a really good job at treating it as I such. actually heard that year one is the toughest. It is, yeah. Because, for me it has been, yeah. Well, I've heard from a number of yeah. sources actually because, as you said, they're no longer the new, fresh, mm-hmm. shepherded kids of the block. They're not the youngest, the cutest. And by year one they're like, all right, this ain't your first rodeo, off you go. Yeah, you we're know learning what to now. Do. Yeah. yeah, but they're 
still young. They're, they're still, still six, seven-year-olds. Yeah. You know, they're still babies. Yeah. But they're not treated in that way anymore. But then I'm also like, great, that builds resilience. It's time. I know it's an overused word lately and no. some people hate it, but it's true. Yeah. We are scared to allow our kids to build resilience. We mm-hmm. shield, we coddle, we block, you yeah. know. So what's the word? It's There's like a word for that kind of parent. Lawnmower. It's a lawnmower parent mm-hmm. where you lawnmow all of the obstacles out of the way on yeah. behalf of your children. What a disservice you're doing. 100%. So my kids walk to and from school, home now. Now we don't live far. It's very close. But it's been amazing for them. Mm. Like, And I'm trying to seek out and find as many little moments of independence that feel safe yeah. but also just enough danger. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, first I followed them, do you know what I mean? And I just made sure they were okay. And then I was like, no, I think they'll be okay, yeah. you know? And it's been great. It's been so, so good. And it's such a level up. But they would love that you have bestowed that level of trust and independence on them. Yeah, I think it'll pay dividends. Well, they're just not going to want to break it. Yeah. Like if that, I I love that idea, Revs, and I would definitely chat to my kids like now I am giving you this rope. Yeah. But it comes with a trust bond. Yeah. You know, you don't want to break that trust. Yeah. But do you remember those times as a kid where you were given responsibility? Oh, yeah. Loved it. Like you felt important. And empowered. Yes. And trusted. Yeah. I think it's a really important lesson. I mean, Isla did, um, she's got another friend who also walked home and they did find their way to Humphreys, which is like a shop. News agents. It's like, a, yeah, it's like an old school family run news agents, but it has toys, it has lollies, it has all sorts of things just near school. Mm. And I was like, hmm, she, like, Teddy just rocked up home by himself. And I was like, where's your sister? He's like, she went to Humphreys. I was like, surely not. Then I get a call from Isla on the payphone. Mom, can I buy a Frank Green? I was like, no, no. get your ass home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what were you doing? She's like, oh, we went to Humphreys. And I was like, I don't mind if you want to go and have a little browse in Humphreys. It's fine. But you need to be home by this time and you're not buying a freaking Frank Green on a Thursday afternoon. Side note. Yes. Was she not in charge of getting Ted home? Yes and no. She's okay. not in charge. Like, mm. you know, I'd like them to walk together, but he can do it. Oh, he can totally well, do he it. he proved that he Well, can. he just rocked up and I was like, hey, mate. <laughs> Where's your sister? Where's your other half? <laughs> So good. Ad break. Got to keep the lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs. As you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using wild natural deodorant and then wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So obviously we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. (laughs) So I've been using wild deodorant for nine months now and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so Mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay, 
You did, but for me it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and frankly it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Repsy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant Mm. case Mm colour and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all wild products are vegan and cruelty free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wilder offering in Australia. Australia, and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Look, I'm back flipping a lot lately. Yeah. Being contradictory, being tri-dimensional, if you will. Almost like you're a human being. Yeah, how dare I? <laughs> I don't have time for my planned staycation. Oh, God. Hear okay. me out. Okay. You know, I... Give I, some context. So Hubs and I have made a conscious decision not to travel over the summer Mm -hmm. because we're trying to limit our travel, like obviously for for, for many reasons, just for financial reasons, for time reasons. We're trying to simplify. Mm. And we thought, you know. We've had a big year. We've had a big year and we did a big overseas travel like last Christmas and New Year's. So we were like, this Christmas and New Year's, let's just do a staycation. Let's just enjoy summer at home. Mm -hmm. And I had been looking forward to that. But as we're I, two days in, <laughs> look, as I inch closer to being fully on holiday, which also means having kids on school holidays, mm-hmm. I suddenly realised that by having a staycation, you are not escaping the everyday, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that mm. things. Mm-hmm. When it comes to your household, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like when people go on mat leave, they're like, I'm on mat leave. I'm going to join 20 courses and start a business and write a book. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Start crochet. Yeah. yeah, Sew my kids clothes. And it just never happens. Mm. I've got this list in my head of things that I want to do. And then I had that realization where it's like, Jem, you're not going to probably get through this list of domestic things. Now, I'm talking simple things such as I need to organize the kids' wardrobes. They've mm-hmm. outgrown everything. Iggy, I bought him a chest of drawers like four months ago with all intentions to move his wardrobe into those drawers because currently he shares a wardrobe in Rafa's room and I just haven't had time to do it. But I've always gone, oh, when I get to that staycation, mm-hmm. I'm going to designate some time to focus on doing that. Yep. But now I don't want to do any of that stuff. Okay. But the problem is, is I can't escape the fact that it's right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. See, Revs, you're going to the US mm. and then you're going to Noosa. Yep. Like you are I'm holidaying, extracting baby. yourself. Oh yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> from the domestic life yes. into palm trees and cocktail life. Mm-hmm. And now I'm full of regret yeah. that we're not going somewhere because I'm just worried that I'm going to get to the end of this four-week break Mm -hmm. and not feel relaxed. Girlfriend, permission to just smack down a little. Go on. Give yourself a fucking minute. We finished work 
Well, today's our official last day of work. Mm -hmm. You haven't actually officially clocked off. Like, it's not even Christmas yet. Mm. Everything is manic until Christmas Day, okay? Every year. Don't have amnesia about that. Life is manic until Christmas Day. You're so right. Your staycay starts Boxing Day. Yes. Mm. No one ever feels relaxed until that weird, you know, soupy time between Christmas and New Year where you don't know what day it is. You're full and fat and pickled and tired, but it's magical, you know, because that is my favorite week. Me too. It's my favorite week, which is like every single year, it is the best time of the year. That's when you start to unwind and de-stress and feel relaxed and all those things. You're being unrealistic to imagine that you would suddenly love a staycay, not even one day into your staycay. The other bone I am going to pick with you mm-hmm. is you've branded it wrong. A staycay is like when you go to a hotel in your own city. Okay. You're just not going away. Oh, this that year. makes me sad. No, no, it's great. Okay. Babe, you built a pool area this year. You okay. have all the things to enjoy at your house. It's not a staycay. It's just, you know what? We're not going away this year. We're chilling at home. And if you just call it that yeah. and not a staycay, you take all the pressure off it being amazing. But chilling at home, I will get bored after a few days. Fine. That's called relaxation. And that's when you can organize your drawers. <laughs> Okay? Bored is the goal here for you, Jem. Mm. You you fucking kill me <laughs> in your inability to just rest. I kill me. Rest. I know. Okay? I don't know how, Revs. I'm telling you how. So just turn your headphones up and listen. Yeah. Don't plan things. I haven't. Great. I think that's what I'm not coping no, with no. quietly. Stage one, wonderful. Yeah. Okay? Don't book things in. Don't host too much. Don't sign yourself up for a million social things. Just stop, black out the calendar Mm. and say no to a few things and let the relaxation come to you. Boredom, yes, great. When boredom arrives, guess what? I'm around, people are around, it's that time of year, you'll find things to do. But leave the blank space in the calendar, like just let it be there and let life happen, you crazy, overworked, fucked up, perfectionist idiot. (laughs) Look, I forgot to declare a detail, okay? Hear me out. Yep. My dad's coming to town. I know. I think that's what's hindering my ability to welcome the boredom. Okay. Because it's not going to be boring with my dad around. No. And you are the eldest female in the family, so the mental load of his arrival will fall to you. Well, you know, I've got a unicorn brother who's created a spreadsheet. Oh, great. Good on you, Tim. He's amazing. Yeah. I will say that. But I I think I'm feeling a bit on edge about him coming and making sure that I deliver a good time for him. Okay. I think I'm wearing the responsibility of that. Yeah. And I'm panicking because he's coming just after Christmas. Yeah. That all the tasky, I'm not even going to use the word task because it sounds like work, but all the joyful domestic things like organising a wardrobe. Mm-hmm. You know how you just want a day? To do that, I feel pressure to get that done before Christmas. From who? Because my dad's coming. Yeah, but for who's putting the pressure on you? Me. Yeah, so stop. (laughs) Fucking stop. I know, but Rebs, my dad, when he comes. He'll want to be entertained. He needs to have his hand held at every step. He'll be like, what's my itinerary? He will. He'll call me at like eight o'clock and being like, what are we doing today? Yep. And I'll be like, um, I don't know. He's like, what are we doing? I'll be like, oh my God, I- your eyes twitching. <laughs> <laughs> eyes twitching. <laughs> Look, 
I love you, Dad. I know you're a listener. I literally said to him, all right, I've got an idea. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to Manly and before I could finish my sentence and say, and we'll get on a ferry and do X, Y, Z that I've got planned, as I said, we'll go down to Manly. He goes, I don't want to go to Manly. (laughs) He's like, I've done Manly. It's the beach and the Corso. I've done it. And I was like, I didn't say we were going to do Manly. I said, we're going to go down to Manly. And if you just let me finish, we're going to get on a ferry. Then we're going to go to Circular Quay. And then we're going to do that touristy boat ride in the harbour thing that you've always wanted to do. And then we'll follow it up with a nice lunch. And then, but as I'm talking, I'm already deflated. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because what's wrong with a hanging Manly? Nothing. I live there. It's my favourite. I freaking love Manly. I lived there for two years. Okay. I've had this conversation with many people this time of year. I feel this is hard relate for our DLs. If Mm. you have incoming in-laws or parents from out of town Mm. or anyone you need to host, it's a big time. Can I Mm. suggest something? Go on then. If you have a family member or person incoming who you need to manage, just write it out. Like your brother making a spreadsheet, this is probably his coping mechanism, you know? Truly. Can you populate that spreadsheet with just some things? This is the problem. The spreadsheet is too blank. Yeah, you need to moment. populate it. I know, it. I know. Yeah. But this is what I mean, Revs. I tried, One thing a day. I try to populate it, yep. but then I get shut down. Well, that's on him. <laughs> Sam, that's on you. Yeah, Dad, that's on you. <laughs> you populate it and then if he doesn't want to, go, cool, okay, we don't have to. Call me tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Rosie, how we talk about that trait of people who bring problems and no solutions? Mm-hmm. My dad, he's a recovering workaholic. He's an okay? executive level functioner. Yes. Thinker. You have a dad yep. of the same ilk. Yeah. I know my dad won't mind me saying this, but he's incredibly work, hardworking mm-hmm. and very good employee. But when it comes to holiday dad, he is full of problems and no solutions. So (laughs) a classic example is where you just make 20 suggestions on things to do and he'll go, no, not that. I don't want to do that. No, I've already climbed the Harbour Bridge. But bringing nothing to the table. That's my dad. Um, Is this a good time to point out that you're like, staycation, you know, I wanted to do this, but I'm not going to. I'm like, how about you do this? You're like, nope. <laughs> Bit of a mirror. Apple doesn't fall far Bit from the tree. Bit of a mirror. Yeah, look. Does he like the beach? No. Oh, you're yeah, fucked. Yes. <laughs> look, he will for like, but that's like a one session. That's like, that is something I will do for two hours and then tick, I've done freshwater beach, mm-hmm. you know? Look, he is older. Yep. Right, Dad? You're older. You want some downtime. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd enjoy an afternoon nap on the lounge. Yep. Has he got somewhere good to stay? He's not staying with you. No, he's staying with my parents, yeah. my mum and stepdad. Okay. So yeah. the, the bulk of the load is going to fall to them <laughs> as the hosts. You'd think. Or has your mum got a good boundary? She's like, I don't know. What are you doing today, Sam? She does have a good boundary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. It's fine. Ay, yeah, yeah. You know what? I really wanted to end this year (laughs) on a positive note. No, you can do this, Gem. You can do this. You've wanted your dad to come out for years. Yes. Reframe is in order here. Yes, okay. You need a reframe. All right, give me a reframe. First of all, we're going to stop calling it a staycay. We're calling it, we're chilling at home. Okay, that's what we're calling it. Chilling at home. Next, you're going to sit down for 20 minutes and populate that calendar. Just put one thing in a day Mm -hmm. just so it's there. Okay, then you've done your bit. And then when you're like, you will have renewed energy in a few weeks. You will. After the gooch week. Yep. You know. 
Christmas and New Year. Yeah. After that week, you will have renewed energy and ready to receive your dad and you'll have a great time with your dad. I am looking forward to seeing him. And Definitely. He'll want to just play with the kids and, and it'll be stepmom, fun. And my stepmom. Yeah. You know, like it'll, it'll be lovely. Gonna be it's going to be great. Maybe you just pop a few. How long is he here for? Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. One thing in a day mm-hmm. to do and it'll be lovely. It'll be great. It will be great. It will be fabulous. I think you're just feeling classic chummy overwhelmed. Yep. Of like all these things, but actually you don't have anything to do, babe. Okay. Good. Right size it. You'll get to Iggy's drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me with your not spawn. Okay, my not spawn is like adjacent to your latest not spawn mm-hmm. or one of your latest not oh, yeah, spawns. Go on. Uh, it's a brown gem and I both love, and I just want to give it another shout out because it never fails. Poppy Lissaman. So good. She is it Poppy is a designer. I believe her cousin is a DL because when we mention her, she slides on in and goes, ah, it's my cousin. So that's cool. You can feel cool about supporting a female founder. It's just a sick brand. I have like five pairs of the Sunnies now. Mm. They are awesome. They're fashion. They're not particularly like polarized beach sunnies, but they are like, if you just want to finish a fit in like a sick way, she's got amazing styles. They're bold designs. Bold, That's what I love about them. Very cool. Yeah. Celebs love them just to like, finish off an outfit. Yeah. They're just yeah. like an absolute vibe. Mm-hmm. And Jem has lived with her Poppy Lissman bag all year. Guys, I got a new one for my birthday yeah, from Hubs. Girl. I accidentally have the same one now because I bought it for my Christmas to myself, put under the tree and then when in a rage decided I needed some dopamine and was just like fuck it I'm opening my bag and I was like oh my god I have that we're twinning bag. it's fine Same bag. team bag yeah. <laughs> should we just make it the potty branded the bag? Potty bag anyway they're just great sizes the quality is amazing like it's just an incredible brand and have to say look it is the 19th of December so just check because I don't want to like let anyone down. But every time I order Populisman, it arrives within two days. Mm. Really fast shipping, super duper tracked shipping. Everything is packaged nicely. So for gift wrapping, it's already done. And if your Christmas shopped out, yeah. this is a great treat to yourself for summer. Yeah. Like the totes, especially, Sick. are a really good size yeah. for a mum on the go. Yeah. Perfect for summer holidays when you've just got to lug a bunch of shit. Like they're so beautifully designed. I honestly had a hard time choosing. Choosing. Totally. Did you find that recipe? <laughs> yes, and I, yet we both chose the same one. <laughs> and the funny thing is there's variation in colour. Yeah. And for whatever reason, we both went with chocolate and black stripe. Like, Ridiculous. It's so it was so us. We are one, <laughs> but we are many. No, seriously, such a good brand. Just always delighted and love it. So that's my not spawn. Is that whole website, populisman.com. Great one. I confess I have always pronounced it Poppy Lisman. I forgot it is. about the sneaky eye. Is there a sneaky eye? Yeah. Lisman. Lisman. There Listen you go. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with my not spawn. Hit me with your not spawn. Again, another treat for yourself, oh, you know. Avant Studio, mm. spelt A-V-A-N-T. Maybe it's Avant Studio, Avant, but Avant. Avant, Avant <laughs> Studio. Their jewellery is sublime. Mm-hmm. And I requested for Christmas a beautiful necklace. It's a pendant on a chain. It's got multiple coloured gems because Ooh. my beige days are behind me and I'm welcoming <laughs> colour with open arms. And I was actually looking through the whole Avant Studio website and their jewels are 
divine. You're in your jewellery era. I'm, I love this for you. Do you know why I'm in this era? It's a common Christmas era mm, for me. It's mm. because it's and my birthday mm. and family are like, what do you want for Christmas and your birthday? And I, <laughs> I go, this is the time I'm going to load up on jewellery. Yeah. Because I don't really buy jewellery for myself no. throughout the year. I no. don't often think to. I've got my go-to pieces mm-hmm. and then my glam up pieces mm-hmm. and, and I'm usually content. But something about me and this time of year, makeup, mm. it's where I stock up. It's where I wash my brushes. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll ask for a new makeup bag yes. and start a fresh, just start the year start fresh. fresh. And jewellery is my other weakness. Well, I'm or loving. strength, you might say. I'm going to say strength. Yeah. Gold is one of the strongest <laughs> elements. Yeah, elements. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it for you and mm. I love all how you mix and match all your stuff. But you know how there are some jewellery brands where it's like they excel at rings or they mm. excel at earrings. Like I feel like Avant Studio does everything beautifully. Like they've got this beautiful cuff that's like the shape of an organic wave, I suppose. Mm. And then they've got really beautiful earrings, a mixture of delicate or I guess more feature pieces. Gorge. Their necklaces are beautiful. Anyway, I'm just here for the whole site and I I enjoyed trawling yeah. their website. Like I, lo- I was like, oh, yeah, give me more troll. pages, more pages, more yes. pages, more shit. Next. Yeah, more <laughs> shit to look at. Love it. Yeah. Speaking of jewellery, mm. I uh, got my Christmas present early. You did because Americano, it will be away yes. for Crimbo. Yes. And he's gone. He's <laughs> done good deals. Oh my God. The man is a genius. He went to Meg Maskell. He called Meg. He did. He's so clever. Lucky he gets our newsletter, huh? <laughs> but bless him, he had to report back on the experience and we're like, yes, this is the thing about going to Meg Maskell. I it's know. an experience. It's not like walking into La Visa. Yeah, and this isn't Spawn. <laughs> this no, is it, not Spawn. I know. He's just clever and he called Meg and he was like, I want to get something for Kate. And she helped him choose. And Meg, I love you forever. It is the most stunning necklace Mm. with a beautiful white opal. So pretty. It's wizard core. She reset it in the compass setting because she thought that was more my style. I mean, how lucky am I? Thank you, baby. And thank you, Meg. (laughs) And it's now become your everyday piece. Every day. It's so pretty. It's gorgeous. So pretty. Anyway. Good work, babe. Opals are having a moment. I love opals. I mean, I loved opals Mm. and then I kind of – it wasn't that I went off them. I just got distracted by other sparkly, shiny things on trend. But they are back. Well, I like white opals a lot. I find find green opals – It reminds reminds me of Australiana gift shop. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Even though they are stunning. Like I find – Anything like that, like it's how I feel about orchids. It's like, or hydrangeas. It's like, this is naturally occurring. Mm. That's fucking sick. Well done, Mother Nature. It's just so wild. Isn't that so funny? Because orchids to me, growing up in Thailand. Oh, yeah. Just like, it's, it's like, like a daisy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or a um, gerbera. Oh, gerberas, no. We don't have time for gerberas. Well, you know how gerberas are like the flower that you give your kid to take to school for sure. some school event thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, orchids are a bit like that in time. They are everywhere. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Are they yeah. cheap? Yes. Oh, that's it's amazing. Like the, it's like the national flower. Oh, it's my like God. It's like farmed everywhere. They're, they're, you can't escape orchids in Thailand. Oh, my God. They're like $50 a spray here. I know, but in Th- it's the 
Thai Airways, mm. it's their flower <laughs> mascot. It's yeah. like an orchid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they're beautiful Blows and I love mind. them, but it's, you know, I can't do it because I just grew up with it everywhere. In the same way that when Rattan or Rattan, <laughs> Rattan. <laughs> Rattan had its moment, my mum was like, I can't. Yeah. Because in the 70s and 80s, we had nothing but Rattan in our houses and mum's like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so there you go. Well, love Opal. Love this white Opal. Love Meg. Love my boyfriend. Miss him dearly. Please come home. Well, this is our penultimate Tuesday ep for the year. It is. We're almost going to wrap up and take a little bit of a break. Just a little one. Yeah. Thank you to all the DLs in the Facebook group who are very concerned about us taking a break. We appreciate you caring about us. (laughs) We will be taking a little bit of a break this year, although, of course, DNM subscription episodes will continue as usual. But, yeah, Gem and I are going to take some downtime. Revzy, can we share a little bit about who our DNM episodes might be featuring over the holidays? Oh, my God, we finally... Finally got our mums in yep. to record some episodes. We have Yai and we have Janma on the mic talking about everything, motherhood, yeah. raising kids in their era, being boomers, what they think of millennial parenting, what it was like raising, raising us, us. Yeah. <laughs> hopes for the future, how their lives have turned out. It's two fascinating episodes dropping over the summer break. And the DLs sent so many terrific questions. Thank you. Because we are so close to our mums. Yeah. We actually, we weren't 100% sure what people were interested to mm. know about them, but the questions were so great so good. and juicy. And what a treat having your mum and my mum in the studio separately but uh, just learning about their lives. Yeah. It was really cool. So anyway, those will be dropping in the coming weeks. Yes. In our DNM episodes, as Rev said, for our dear, dear DL subscribers. And as always, we will be back in your ears bright and early on Friday with the Bestie Hotline and then back again in your ears for the final time for 2023 on Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye.